0: What we're talking about here is the importance of understanding that there are outside influences that kind of make debt normal. In our society, debt is just something that everybody does. And being out of debt seems to be abnormal. Well, we want to make it normal to be out of debt and abnormal to be in debt.
1: Welcome to Getting Money Right, a show dedicated to helping you achieve financial freedom through education and inspiration so you can be free to pursue your true life's purpose. Well, we're your hosts. I'm David Thompson here with Leo Sabo. And in this episode of Getting Money Right, we're talking about the four steps that we recommend that you use to pursue your true life's purpose. So last week we broke down step one and two. So I'm just going to say them all for you. The four financial steps to purposeful living are to spend on purpose. Number two is to save before you spend. Number three is to increase your financial margin. And number four is to invest wisely. And so we're breaking down each one of these. And we're always saying that it's not just that you would spend on purpose, but that you spend on purpose so that you know where you are. It's not just that you save before you spend, but you do that so that you can experience stability today and in the future. You increase your financial margin so that you can pursue your true life's purpose, which is the whole heart of this show. And you don't just invest wisely, but you invest wisely so that you can increase your impact. And so this is the heart. There's not just these statements, but there's a little bit of heart behind it. And there's some basic practical financial steps that we take as we go through each one.
0: Yeah, that's good. So we're at number three, increase your financial margin. And the way to increase your financial margin is to either spend less or make more, or a combination of the two. So let's start with just spending less. By spending less, we mean, first, eliminate your debt. And we have done some shows on this, David. In fact, episode 34, 35, 36, and 37 really talk about Debt and some of the dangers of debt, and also specifically going into the debt snowball and dealing with that consumer debt, the credit card debt that unfortunately plagues so many people today. So, we are specifically mentioning debt because think of debt as the robber of your hard earned money today. And not only that, but it prevents you from using that money, it's that opportunity (coughs) cost that you're missing out on that money being used for future purposes. So, not only are you losing it today but you're also losing the impact it can have for a long period into your future. So it's a very important topic, and it's something that we really want to stress here because the only way you can increase margin is by having all of the income that you've got coming in being spent on purpose. Debt is really not purposeful in that sense because it's really wasted money. It's wasted resources. So first is debt elimination. What's next, David?
1: Yeah. So as you go through this debt elimination process, we're also emphasizing a consumer debt free lifestyle. Mm. Long term, you're going to pay the debt off so that you don't have to pay interest When you don't pay interest, you're lowering your overall spending. As you lower your spending, you're now opening up more margin to invest in things that pursue your true life's purpose. So the reason that we're knocking debt out is because we're creating that margin in our lives to add stability today and for the future. And so as we look at this, not only are you going to pay the debt off, but then you're going to live a lifelong lifestyle of living without consumer debt. And so that means paying off your cars. Both Leo and I haven't had car payments for years Many and years, years and years, right? Yep. So so pay no. off it's cars. It's, it's doable. It's will proof that you can do it. <laughs> yes. And and I just talked to somebody this week who uh, just paid off their car two weeks ago, and or I maybe mean, it was two months ago, but yeah. it, they just paid off their car. I mean, just, what a cool thing. And we celebrated it. So pay off cars, uh, have no credit card debt, have no personal loans. So pay off the student loans, any furniture loans, 401k loans, yep. home loans, home equity line of credit. You want to get that paid off. Now, if you want to dig into this some more, we spent all of episode 38 and 39 Mm -hmm. digging on the importance of having the right perspective and changing this lifestyle because there are so many outside influences that shape our view of money that it actually takes time to be intentional. To reshape our view and to reshape the value of removing debt from our life. You know, we're looking at the advertising that we run into every Mm -hmm. single day, the culture where so many people here are consumers and they're focused on consuming and looks and materialism this culture influences how we spend. And so we spent all of episode 38 and 39 shifting that because we want to actually move towards a debt-free lifestyle. We want to break this idea that, okay, hey, I want to, I want to look a certain way and be a certain way. And that's where I'm going to find my value to instead saying, no, what am I truly called to do? What am I truly created to do? What should I be operating in? Let's build margins so Mm -hmm. we can pursue that. Not something that's superficial or materialistic
0: right and we want to make sure that you understand we're not talking about never borrowing ever again that would be an ideal but the chances of that happening are probably very small especially as you look into maybe invest if you're investing in certain things it's going to require some of your capital but leveraging the bank's money is not a bad idea but we've we've actually mentioned this many times you don't buy something that doesn't appreciate you buy something that depreciates when you use consumer debt a credit card with 20% interest is robbing you of your income rather than allowing that income to be built up and saved as we talked about in step two and what we'll talk about in step four and then maximizing that to the point where you're actually able to get to that financial place where you can be potentially financially free, and can pursue your purpose. Now, you should do that ahead of time. But still, what we're talking about here is the importance of understanding that there are outside influences that kind of make debt normal. In our society, debt is just something that everybody does. And being out of debt seems to be abnormal. Well, we want to make it normal to be out of debt and abnormal to be in debt. And that's our hope for everybody. So when we're talking about a debt-free lifestyle, we're really talking about not buying anything that depreciates and also adding an interest tax on it by, right. by borrowing. And right. that's, that's where financially you're taking a step in the wrong direction. And unfortunately, as we've counseled, as David and I have counseled different people, we have seen the net worth statement actually be negative because of the debt. They might own a home, but they owe so much on it that there's very little equity. And then when you add the credit cards, the student loans, everything else, they could be literally tens of thousands or not hundreds of thousands of dollars in the hole, even though they've got all this stuff. But if something were to happen to them tomorrow, there would be a big mess, you know, left behind. And our desire is that you would embrace this this debt-free lifestyle and realize that that should be normal. What we hear in the culture is not normal because it leads to, unfortunately, negative consequences.
1: Yep, that's why we created episode thirty-four and thirty-five that specifically says help. I can't pay my credit cards Mm -hmm. or dealing with dangerous debt. We want to dig in. We realize that 70% of people in America are Mm -hmm. living pretty much paycheck to paycheck. They're right right on the edge, and they do have overwhelming amounts of debt. Three quarters of people carry Mm -hmm. debt. And so we realize that this is not something you need to be ashamed of. But this is something that you need to shift. And yeah. so we don't yeah. want there to be shame and fear, but we want there to be a shift in your mentality to go back and chase down this debt and knock it out and mm-hmm. increase your margin. So the first way to increase your margin is to spend less. And the way that we recommend to really pursue that is by paying off all your debt and eliminating all your debt. Mm-hmm. But the second way to increase your margin is to make more. Yeah. And actually just grow your income. And this can break down through a career focus or a side business or growing your education and pursuing a new career. Mm -hmm. But just think about that. Let's say that you are in your career path and you learn a new skill, either in person through a class or online, and you begin to improve your value to your company Mm -hmm. and you begin to benefit your company more and more with your skills and talents and strengths. And now you're a lot more valuable inside of the company, sure, so you can sure. increase your pay at that company, or you could actually be able to leverage other job offers to increase your pay or find a more appealing position for your lifestyle. Right. So this is a big piece, is not only do you want to spend less and remove debt from your life, but you also want to find ways to make more.
0: Yeah. And sometimes it's as simple as just looking and seeing what other skills you can learn. And there's so much that you can learn today, either in person or online to improve your income, either by changing the career field or staying in the in the job you're at. So it's so important to always be learning, always be growing. Companies are looking for people that are not settled. They're not like I'm just gonna come in and do my eight hours and go home. They want people that are passionate, people that are growing themselves. And so if you want opportunities, you have to be the kind of person that's consistently pursuing. I have a friend of mine who uh somewhat retired. He he was in a retail business for many, many years at a very high level uh, vice president role, and he retired a few years ago, and he went back to school to get his master's degree in theology. He's always wanted to study that. It was not his f- primary choice for, um, you know, for a career when he was working and had kids at home and wife and all of that. But now that he's later in life, he's able to pursue the things that he really always wanted to do, which is ministry. So he went and got his master's degree. He literally just got it this month. He he graduated this month. But it took him years to get there. It wasn't a two-year full-time program. He also had to build businesses and had to make money other ways. But I see him, and he's just a, such a role model for me, because here's a person that I connect with on a weekly basis that's consistently pushing himself to learn more, to be better.
1: Leo, I really relate with that story. It really is tied to who I am personally, Because the heart of this, the idea of increasing your financial margin is simply so that you can pursue your true life's purpose. And that's what your friend did. Uh, That's what I did five, six years ago to become a pastor is I had worked in a career field for five years that I enjoyed. It was good money. It was a good job. Mm -hmm. I really fit. But I had a passion and a purpose to serve people in ministry full time. And so I began to add new skills and new education to what I was doing so that when an opportunity might arise to go into full-time ministry, I had already created the margin. And the way I did that is I paid off all my student loans. So I reduced all my debt, right? Mm -hmm. Paid off all cars, bought the next car with cash, uh, made sure I had had an appendectomy where they removed my appendix. And so I paid off that $2,000 medical bill, right? So I paid off all the debt, then I built in some savings. And so even when I transitioned from one career to another where the financial income wasn't the same, but I had created the margin where I could pursue my purpose. That's good. And that is so important for Leo and I that you would see this is the time once you've got yourself a spending plan once you've started to save and pay yourself first we would say that the the wording for that is again going back to one to spend on purpose and then save before you spend, if you'll do those two things and then begin to increase your financial margin, now you can look around and say, okay, what what am I passionate about? What do I love to do? How would mm, I love to serve people for the rest of my yeah. life and have a lot more longevity and enjoyment in life? We're talking about uh, in the last episode that that people really truly pursue happiness well, one of the places that you're going to find the most joy in life is pursuing what you're created to do. Right, And so that's why we love talking about this. Part of it is maybe making more in your current career. Part of it's learning a new skill and shifting to a career that fills your purpose. Right. Uh, another thing that both Leo and I have done is created side businesses. That's right. And so we have side businesses where we actually get to pursue serving people on their personal finances. Uh, uh, for me, it, it's personal finances, and then there's also a ministry component where I get to help other churches mm-hmm. through StewardshipPastors.com to create stewardship ministries that teach people how to manage their finances according to what the Bible says. right. But all of this is available because we're recognizing there's a purpose and a calling. There's something that we want to be doing that's greater than what we were doing before. Mm. And so we created the financial margin to pursue that true purpose. So a side business, I would recommend you go back and listen to episode 30 and 31. Right. Uh, we sat down with Jordan Kennedy, who's another small business owner in the area, and we just began to break down, hey, let's look at what it means to find your niche. And to begin building branding and to look at how do you create some passive income from a side business? Mm -hmm. What are the business structures that you need to look at? Should I be looking at an LLC, a sole proprietorship, an S-Corp, a C-Corp? We break some of that down in episode 30 and 31 because this is important to Leo and I that you'd have a chance to pursue this in your life.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's so important. There's gifting inside of you. There's things that you know that somebody else can benefit from. And when we talk about finding your niche, it's not about being an expert. It helps if you are an expert in an area, but honestly today with the ability for you to be able to speak to an audience um, from literally your laptop, wherever you happen to be, you can share something that you know Even though you're not an expert, you know something that somebody else doesn't know. You just know a little bit more than somebody else does. And as you're growing, you're sharing. So many people that have been successful in starting these side businesses, online businesses, is because they began to pursue a path, something they were passionate about. And as they were learning, they were sharing that with others. You see that in YouTube channels. You see it in online businesses where people just shared something they were learning. And while they were doing that, while they were literally kind of living their life out in the public and saying, here's what I've done. Uh, here's what my successes were, here's what my failures were. People are learning from that. There's been several people that have taught me about business in the last couple of years as I've pursued two different small businesses. And I've learned some of the hard things that I'm not very good at, to be honest. And and watching them and how they've managed some of that has helped me to understand, okay, is this something I have to give somebody else to do? Or is this something I just need to, you know, buckle down and learn how to do it myself because I'm the one who has to do it. And I think this is something that's so important to our financial stability that as we're able to increase our margin, then we can continue to pursue that even more. David, you did that. I did that a couple of times in my life where I've taken a position uh, and took a pay cut and then took another pay cut to leave. And but, but I don't regret any of those steps because it's just led me to the next season. And I still focus on what am I passionate about? What are the things that I want to be involved in? And then just take action to be able to get those things done. At the end of the day, yes, you have to pay your bills. We understand that. Everybody understands that. But you can do both. And what we're trying to say is if you're in a job right now and you have a desire to maybe open up a business or side hustle or something, then begin to do something about it. Start learning what you need to do. Start learning the things that are part of that business so that you can begin to, to pursue it. And as you do and you have that margin, you can jump in and not – take on debt, which is not what you want to do when you start a business. A lot of people, unfortunately, get real passionate, and they jump into a business, and the next thing you know, they're over their heads and, you know, eyeballs in debt, and they're not able to keep the business running because their cash flow, it just dries up. So what we're trying to tell you is create that margin. It'll give you that runway, a long runway, so you can have better success.
1: Yeah, that's right. So you're always going to want to, again, start by spending on purpose, saving before you spend, Mm -hmm. and then increase your financial margin. And the breakdown of increasing your financial margin starts with paying off debt, beginning to live a debt-free lifestyle, and then shifting to increase and make more, either through career goals or side business. And as you increase that margin, you can pursue your true life's purpose. And we know, we know that money affects our relationships, it affects our work, it affects our lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And so if you can spend time getting this margin, you could actually leave a job that you're unsatisfied with because 80% of people, according to stats, say that they would leave their job if mm. they had the opportunity. Yeah. So just Be looking at this with a little bit bigger scope. It's not just money. We're going beyond that. So, Leo, do you want to jump into the fourth one?
0: Sure. So, let's talk about number four, which is invest wisely. And first on this list is a strategy, having a strategy for how you're actually going to invest. And investing has to be purposeful. It's not something that's going to happen, it has to be done on purpose. That's why we say you spend on purpose, because in that budget, you have to have some money set aside for investing. We talked about savings, how it has to be intentional, and you have to have short-term, mid-term, and long-term goals. So this is that long-term goal we're talking about, investing. So first is tax-favored retirement accounts, and this could be uh, the 401ks, the IRAs, the Roth IRAs uh, that maybe your, your employer can sponsor, and we definitely encourage you to do some of that. In fact, episode 11, 12, and 13, we break down investing, we really go into a lot of detail about investing in the start market, but also in real estate, something that I truly enjoy. And I think so many people can jump into because it's something that can be done. You just need to learn about it and then take that step.
1: Yeah. So when you talk about the strategy, there's a lot of different ways to invest. Mm-hmm. And so we say invest wisely, but maybe for you, that personally is investing into a small business yep. where you are an expert and you can actually double your money very quickly. You could invest $5,000 in a new product idea and make $10,000 the next year Mm -hmm. and pay yourself back the five grand and have an extra five grand on top of that. That's cool. So, So when we say invest wisely, maybe it's investing in a business maybe it's investing in real estate because you really enjoy real estate. You enjoy fixing up homes. You enjoy uh, being a landlord and renting to other people. You enjoy flipping homes. You enjoy buying and holding. Mm -hmm. Whatever your strategy is inside of real estate, you enjoy that. Maybe your strategy is just a tax-favored retirement account. And we had Daryl Lyons, uh, who is an expert on financial planning, on in episode 41, and he talked about money and retirement. Mm-hmm. And in episode 11, 12, and 13, we focused on how to begin investing in simple things like a tax favored retirement account. And the reason that we did that is because it's super simple. And over the past hundred years, it's worked out very well for people. Doesn't mean that's a guarantee for the next hundred years, but we live in a great economy mm-hmm. that, although Leo and I have laid out some areas that need to be improved overall, the top 500 companies in the US are probably going to continue doing well over the next 10, 20, 30 years. So you've got to figure out what strategy works best for you. Uh, I'm always going to lean towards telling people that they should be saving somewhere between 10 and 15% of their income Mm -hmm. into some of these tax favored retirement accounts, starting with the roth and then moving to the traditional options and you know starting with an ira where you have really low fees and maybe moving into your 401k where the fees are higher we're not going to get into the details here but what we are going to emphasize is that you go listen to 11 12 and 13 and get back up to speed on that and really figure out okay where is the best place for me to invest because it's not the same for everybody not everyone has the same lifestyle not everyone has the same skills i've got a friend that literally raises deer on a deer farm. Hmm. Uh, And the deer farm is his home, so he's able to tax-exempt the property, and he's able to raise up a deer and sell it for a huge profit. And that's his best investment. It would be Hmm. way better than getting 10% rate of return on a Vanguard index fund over the next 20, 30 years. For me, the set it and forget it Vanguard index fund, along with a little bit more diversification through other funds, makes a ton of sense. And so this is individual specific. This is why we say invest wisely, which will require some education on your end.
0: Yeah, and we've done a lot of this work when we put together those episodes 11, 12, 13, and 14, it was with the purpose of helping you develop a strategy for how to invest. And it's different for different seasons of life, I think. you know, For many years, while my kids were very young, my only strategy was putting my 401k at work. Um, but then once I was getting to that point where I had more margin and I had extra, and I could max out my 401k beyond that, I said, well, what else can I do? And that's when I started looking into real estate. So there are opportunities out there. I think it's depending on your personal desires and what you're kind of drawn toward. But there are different ways to invest. And there are more and more companies out there being created and more products being created all the time. So whether it's starting a business, whether it's becoming a, a, a niche for a specific type of business, or you solve a problem, whatever that is, you can find a way to create that strategy. Our point is not to tell you which way to go, is to tell you that you have to create the strategy. Unless you have a strategy for investing wisely, it's like not having a budget for managing your money. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. You can't just sit on the money. We know that's not going to be any good. Right. So it's important that you create a strategy. So go through those episodes we would mentioned. We'll put some of these on the show notes so that it'll be a quick link for you. But our desire for you is that you would invest wisely, that as you create that margin, as we talked about in step three, is that then you'll begin to say, okay, now with this margin, what can I do? Is it a small business? Is it investing more? Maybe it's maxing out that 401k that you've never been able to do, so that you can get to to your retirement goal. But ultimately, our desire is that you get to that place the sooner the better, right? I would rather get to the finish line, and what I mean by finish line is the financial number that I'm looking for in order to sustain me and my wife. I'd rather get there before I turn 60 than before I turn 70 because then I have an extra 10 years that I can do just about anything that I feel passionate about without worrying about the money thing. And that's where we would want every single one of you to be.
1: That's right. So we say invest wisely to increase your impact. Exactly. That's the heart behind it. So each one of these, the four steps, spend on purpose, but you spend on purpose so you know where you are. Mm -hmm. You save before you spend, so you experience stability today and in the future. You increase your margin so you can pursue your true life's purpose, and you invest wisely to increase your impact. And that's what Leo's saying. If you've got another decade of time to live out your purpose, imagine the impact that you're going to have on the world, the number of people that you're going to serve, not only the people around you, but maybe your own family members Mm. that you're going to be able to spend more time with, invest more into your own kids, uh, your nieces, nephews, friends. Think about the impact that you'll have. And the heart behind that is, hey, I'm going to invest wisely today, I'm gonna increase my margin by reducing debt. I'm gonna know where I am by spending on purpose. I'm gonna do these things with the intention of living a life that serves other people and impacts the world. And the greater the impact, the better in my book. Uh, so as we talk about investing wisely, uh, there are a few other simple things. Don't forget to diversify. You always wanna be looking at the fees that you're paying. Go mm-hmm. back and look at the, at the fund statements. Right. If you're paying an advisor to work with you, Ask him exactly how much he's making mm-hmm. and where those fees are coming from. Are it's management fees? Is it a load up front where you're having to pay just a basic baseline percentage to do business together? Uh, is he getting paid a percentage on products that he's selling you? I say he or she. Mm-hmm. you know, Whoever this person is, you need to be looking at the fees. And you got to have a goal and say, okay, wh- what really is the finish line? Mm-hmm. And, it's important. And, and I mean, we're talking about money. Money is not the most important thing in life. But having this plan in place is always wise. Yes. It's always intelligent. So invest wisely. Uh, begin thinking about asset protection. If you've got a business, make sure it's inside of a limited liability company or some other business structure. So if anything ever goes wrong with your business, your personal finances are protected. You know, Look at liability insurance in this phase. You're going to be doing a few other things. But investing wisely and spending the time here allows you to increase your impact.
0: Yeah. It gives you that ability to spend more time with your family, right? I mean, it just it does so many things for you in the long term. And our desire for you is to follow these four steps. We believe that they will lead you to that place where you'll have a bigger impact and you truly will have the ability to live your, your true life's purpose. And that's our desire for you. Well, we want to thank you for joining us for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, would you help us increase the impact of getting money right? We would love to see 150. 150- rates and reviews on the Apple podcast platform. We are currently just under 100 and we'd love to get to 150 because we know if we do that, more people will find getting money right and will benefit from it. So we'd love for you to help us with that. You could also share this podcast on your favorite social media platform. And while you're there, find us and follow us. We are constantly adding more content to our websites. uh, At leostable.com, you can find more information about resources and uh, blogs and just resources that will help you on your financial journey. You could also go to stewardshippastors.com. David is getting closer to finishing the book, Jesus on Money, a book that I think is going to be a great resource for many, many people. And we'd love for you to just check that website out. David is consistently adding more content to that website, and I think it'll be a real blessing to you. So go to stewardshippastors.com. Well, we look forward to having you join us next time so that together
1: we we can keep keep getting getting money money right. right. Think about the impact that you'll have and the heart behind that is hey I'm gonna invest wisely today I'm gonna increase my margin by reducing debt I'm gonna know where I am by spending on purpose I'm gonna do these things with the intention of living a life that serves other people and impacts the world and the greater the impact the better in my book